welcome to the Clinical Care Options Infectious Disease Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Adams. Today's episode is on initiating timely ART in a newly diagnosed adolescent featuring Dr. Jason Halperin from Crescent Care in New Orleans, Louisiana. He'll take us through a case study of an adolescent patient newly diagnosed with HIV, and he'll explore the data to support his decision to rapidly initiate ART in this population. This episode is taken from our series on key decisions in HIV care. You can follow along with the slides, which are available in the show notes. Let's get started and listen in to Dr. Halperin. Welcome to Key Decisions in HIV. I am going to be presenting a case initiating timely ART in a newly diagnosed adolescent. My name is Jason Halperin. I'm an assistant professor of medicine at Tulane University, and I am the infectious disease lead at Crescent Care, a federally qualified health center in New Orleans, and the largest provider of HIV services in the city of New Orleans. And I'm really honored today to present this case. So I'm going to begin with this case study. This is a recent patient that I've seen, and he is an 18-year-old man who presented to a high school nurse requesting an HIV test after a partner told him he should get tested. He reports three partners in the past year with no condom use. He has no prior history of STIs, no known history of hepatitis C or hepatitis B. He was feeling quite well, and the HIV test results that I had was a fourth-generation antigen antibody test, which was positive, and a third-generation differentiation test showing HIV-1 reactivity. So in terms of adolescents and young adults with HIV, they really fall into two categories, those who acquired HIV earlier in life, and they typically are heavily antiretroviral therapy experienced, um, can have multiple mutations, and that is a specific category of patient. We're going to be talking about the other category, which are those who acquired HIV after the second decade of life. They are ART naive, and we know that there is a higher rate of transmission in our 18 to 24-year-old adolescents. So doing appropriate testing and starting on therapy in this population is what I'm going to talk to you about today. So what are the recommendations for starting antiretroviral therapy? Well, both DHHS and IASUSA recommend rapid antiretroviral therapy, and that is the commitment to initiating treatment as soon as possible after diagnosis. Same day if possible, but as soon as possible after diagnosis. So as DHHS says, initiate ART immediately after HIV diagnosis because it increases the uptake of ART, linkage to care, it decreases the time to viral suppression for individual patients, and it improves the rate of virologic suppression among persons with HIV. And the same for the IASUSA guidelines, recommendation to start therapy as soon as possible. And what are the key DHHS guidelines for adolescents or young adults with HIV? ART is recommended for all adolescents and young adults with HIV. So just like for adults, everyone who is newly diagnosed, regardless of their CD4 count, should be started 
immediately on antiretroviral therapy. Our clinics, though, should make every effort to provide youth-friendly support and infrastructure. Pediatric and adolescent care providers should prepare for the transition into adult care settings, and adult providers should be knowledgeable about this unique patient population. And, and this is really essential. We know that HIV is a chronic disease. It's a lifelong chronic disease, easily treatable, but it does mean that someone diagnosed earlier in life will need to be transitioned to an adult provider. And that handoff is an essential time that you want to make it as supportive as possible for our patients. Looking at our HIV care continuum for those diagnosed that were started on antiretroviral therapy, retained in care, and then ideally achieved viral suppression, you could see here the biggest concern I'm going to point out is in this 13 to 24-year-old age group. They are lower on each one of those markers than every other age group. I work in Louisiana, and adolescents have the lowest rate of viral suppression than any other age group. So this is a core population that we need to really commit to ensuring that we increase this continuum of care and ideally achieve a much higher rate of viral suppression. So at Crescent Care, we started a rapid start program. We did so early in 2016. As I mentioned, we're a federally qualified health center. We see our patients and start them on antiretroviral therapy as soon as possible. Within 72 hours is our goal. Um, I say 72 hours, so if someone's diagnosed on Friday, we could start them on Monday. But Monday through Friday, we are committed to start same day. They're seen in the clinic visit. Their first dose of ART is directly observed. And as I started this program, we started to look at different data. And I noticed that we were seeing more patients between the ages of 18 to 24. And my gut feeling was that we were having good data for this compared to those greater than 25. So I'm going to show you some data from my clinic on an adolescent rapid start program. And we're looking here at those that achieve viral suppression, sustained viral suppression 12 months after diagnosis. So for a year into their diagnosis, is their next viral load less than 200? And then engagement in care at 12 months, did they make that next appointment after 12 months? And here's our data. And this is looking again of youth or adolescents as we define in our clinic 24 and under and those over 25. So achieve viral suppression, amazing data. I'm really proud of this data. Almost, you know, no difference, 97% for both. Sustained viral suppression, though not clinically significantly different, there was a difference. There was a little bit of a fall off of sustained viral suppression of 83.9% compared to 92.5. But what really made me feel better about this is that patients are remaining engaged one year after initiating therapy or linkage to care. And this is really exciting to me because in our adolescent population, not only we don't have that viral suppression outcome we want, but we often have loss to follow up. So here we have engagement and work that can be done to increase viral suppression, but still unbelievable data at 83.9% when you saw that the average was closer to 35% nationally. This is essential for me to point out. 
rapid ART upholds equity. And if you look at the data, it is very upsetting when we compare in 2012 to 2018, the lower rate of initiating ART in black men and women versus white. And this was seen even more so in the Southern United States. We know that this is due to biases that providers have and the embedded racism that exists in our clinical settings. So we must uproot that. And rapid ART, when you're starting everyone on first-line therapy as soon as possible, helps in the uprooting of those disparities. And then you could see between 2016 to 2018, we're seeing those differences really decrease. And at this point, no difference. And I really think that's not only because of rapid start, but it is an intervention that upholds equity. In meeting my patient and starting immediately on ART, we had a really powerful moment uh, when I explained to him the U equals U message, undetectable is untransmittable. So I'm going to let you hear his thoughts uh, as he reflected on learning U equals U. I really just wanted to learn more about transmitting the virus, and I really wanted to know how I could stop the spread within myself and within the community as quick as possible. So I had no hesitation on getting my medications. And when I seen that you equal undetectable, it really just made a lot of things better because, you know, it, it take a little load off your mind on that. As long as you do what you're supposed to do, you're going to be fine. So what really was a take-home point for me uh, when my patient started uh, ART on the same day of diagnosis was, as he mentioned, really lifted a burden that he he felt he was so committed to starting therapy and achieving viral suppression. And then when I explained to him the U equals U movement, that undetectable is untransmittable, it reinforced to him the power of starting antiretroviral therapy today and that he will achieve viral suppression that much sooner. So the key take-home point of starting ART in an adolescent population is that rapid initiation of ART is supported by current guidelines. Data supporting rapid initiation of ART for adolescents and young adults with patients with HIV. So we have that data, we know it works, good uptake, great outcomes and timely initiation of HIV uphold equity. And that is a key component of this intervention. Thank you so much for allowing me to talk through this case. And I look forward to speaking of further cases in the future. I would also ask you to go online for more clinical care option activities on key decisions in HIV care. There are medical minutes and podcasts with expert faculty. There are clinical thought commentaries from physicians and patients. My patient being one that was interviewed in this talk and then patient education sheets to print and share. So thank you again for this opportunity. Thank you to Dr. Halperin and thanks to you, the listener. To listen to more episodes in this series and to see slides and webcasts on key decisions in HIV care, See the links in the show notes. Thank you and have a great day.